Welcome to the Church of St. Dunstan in Mineola, Texas. The following audio is a rebroadcast from Sunday, April the 30th, 2023. Mother Cynthia Moore delivers our message today as we celebrate the fourth Sunday of Easter. The first reading is from Acts chapter 2, verses 42 through 47. The responsive reading is from Psalm 23. The second scripture reading is from 1 Peter chapter 2, verses 19 through 25. The Gospel reading is John chapter 14, verses 1 through 14. The first lesson is from the book of Acts, chapter 2, verses 42 through 47. The believers devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and fellowship, to the breaking of bread and prayer. All came upon everyone because many wonders and signs were being done by the apostles. All who believed were together and had all things in common. They would sell their possessions and goods and distribute the proceeds to all as any had need. Day by day, as they spent much time together in the temple, they broke bread at home and ate their food with glad and generous hearts, praising God and having the goodwill of all the people. And day by day, the Lord added to their number those who were being saved. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. The psalm for today is found in the Book of Common Prayer, page 612, Psalm 23. Please read responsibly by half verse. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not be in want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. And leads me beside still waters. He revives my soul. And guides me along right pathways for his name's sake. Though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I shall fear no evil. For you are with me, your rod and your staff, that they comfort me. You spread a table before me in the presence of those who trouble me. You have anointed my head with oil, and my cup is running over. Surely your goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Our second reading is from 1 Peter, chapter 2, verses 19 through 25. It is a credit to you if, being aware of God, you endure pain while suffering unjustly. But if you endure when you are beaten for doing wrong, what credit is that? But if you endure when you do right and suffer for it, you have God's approval. For to this you have been called, because Christ also suffered for you, leaving you an example, so that you should follow in his steps. He committed no sin, and no deceit was found in his mouth. When he was abused, he did not return abuse. When he suffered, he did not threaten, but he entrusted himself to the one who judges justly. He himself bore our sins in his body on the cross, so that free from sins, we might live for righteousness. By his wounds, you have been healed. For you were going astray like sheep, but now you have returned to the shepherd and guardian of your souls. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. 
The Holy Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ, according to John. Glory to you, Lord Christ. Jesus said, Very truly I tell you, anyone who does not enter the sheepfold by the gate, but climbs in by another way, is a thief and abandoned. The one who enters by the gate is the shepherd of the sheep. The gatekeeper opens the gate for him, and the sheep hear his voice. He calls his own sheep by name and leads them out. When he has brought out all his own, he goes ahead of them, and the sheep follow him because they know his voice. They will not follow a stranger, but they will run from him because they do not know the voice of strangers. Jesus used this figure of speech with them, but they did not understand what he was saying to them. So again, Jesus said to them, Very truly I tell you, I am the gate for the sheep. All who came before me are thieves and bandits. But the sheep did not listen to them. I am the gate. Whoever enters by me will be saved, and will come in and go out and find pasture. The thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy. I came that they may have life and have it abundantly. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Christ. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Please be seated. Well, good morning, everyone. So good to be here. Good to see you all. I was looking at the passages today, and I think uh, what's interesting about them is we, we, we moved from Luke back to John. And our passage in John comes after the story of the blind man who is healed and then he is run out of the city because he believes that it is Jesus who has healed him and he continues to believe that Jesus is the Messiah. And yet he, his parents disown him and he is run out of the city. This is where Peter steps in. With our reading today, Peter tells us, not when it's easy is it good to, I mean, it's always good to be a Christian, but it is harder still to be a Christian when times are rough. And I was reading through, um, I have a, a magazine called uh, Voices of Martyrs, and in it there are a series of stories of Christians in Africa and how hard it is for them to proclaim the gospel of the good news. There's a man whose church was destroyed four times by the government that kept raising it every single time. And he would come back, he would build it up, and he would build his congregation again. There's another man who was killed and for teaching the life of Christ and Jesus to others. And his wife, carried on with her 11 children. One of them went to seminary, came back, and is in that very same place, teaching the word of the Lord to his people again. There's another story of a wife and a husband. The husband was Muslim. The wife was Christian. The wife asked if he would come to church with him. It was her. She said yes. He said yes. <laughs> They went, and he was turned toward Christ. He decided that he would pray in that church every night for a month. 
And he would, he, what they ended up doing was taking turns with people that would come in and they would pray for an hour, go to sleep, pray for an hour, go to sleep, pray for an hour. And this actually carried on for about six months. And then he and the friend that he was doing the prayer for had a dream about someone coming in and terrorizing the church at night. They both had that same dream. Nothing happened, and they continued. And then, about a couple of weeks later, it did happen. His friend was killed, and he almost lost his foot and had his hand severely cut. He ran and hid in the bushes. A woman found him, and he was saved. His friend died. But the church lived on. He went to the hospital, he got himself healed, and the town brought him back and reinstalled him in that church. And it is growing again today. This is what Peter is telling us. We do not just rejoice in Christ in good times. We rejoice in Christ at all times. And that's what happened with the blind man. He left, and then he left the town because he was kicked out of the town. And then Jesus takes him inside and tells him about the sheep at the gate and how he is the gate and not to worry. He will be with him always. This is the personal journey of Jesus with you, with each one of us. He lives for each one of us. And we were all created in his image just the way we are. And that is the Jesus that we want to celebrate. And we want to remember that even when coyotes come, and dogs come, and whatever else comes, those sheep are guarded by the shepherd of Jesus. And in those times, the shepherds would stay with their flock night and day. So it was a very different relationship than a sheep herder of today. They knew each and every sheep. They knew them. I don't know if they called them all names. I do. But some people don't. <laughs> and they know when one is lost, and they will go and find that, she that sheep. That is their task, and that's Jesus. He will find us, and he will seek us out. And I think the glorious thing I was, I, I don't know, it was a light bulb for me, was thinking about the fact that it might be easier to think of Jesus' love for us and how much he loves us, rather than us worrying about our faith in him. Because if we always remember that Jesus loves us, we can live through those times when we have doubts and fears and may not be so sure about our faith. But his faith in us is unending and always. And he is always there for us. So remember that, always, that that faith and that love is there regardless of the times we are going through that it is there to help us through rough times as well as the easy times and then when we have we're listening to the acts of the apostles we see the first church-like event where they're discussing the the gifts that jesus has brought them the healing and the prayers and how beautiful it is, and how they must also dispense it among all of the people. And a church-like um, event has happened, and this is what will continue. And that is where we come from in the Episcopalian vein. We like to t speak of the apostolic succession, but that is what it is. It is going back 
in reading the Bible and understanding what the apostles had learned from Jesus and then also understanding Jesus and continuing that tradition for, forward and moving our church to continually read the Bible and continually understand what the apostles were telling us and to share that with our communities, with our friends. And it's talking about breaking bread and having Holy Communion with all that are here. And that's the biggest part of our faith in the church is we are not just individuals in love with Christ, but we are individuals as part of a community that helps and supports each other. Think of those communities in Africa and how they help and support each other through the bad times and the horrific events that they are living through. And even today here, when we, we suffer through tragedies of school shootings or even hurricanes and tornadoes that have come through, as Christians, we help each other out and we learn to live with each other in harmony, in love of one another. Because remember, no matter our faith, how broken it is, his faith in us is true and constant and always. We don't ever have to doubt that. And that is the faith that we want to bring down from the apostles and from Jesus Christ himself so that we too can be part of his glorious world and be part of that kingdom here on earth.